Hello. Hello and welcome to the Whatever Happened podcast with Ben and Bex. This is where we delve into the recent past to find out whatever happened to the things we used to love. And this week we are talking about technology. Yes, because we don't have enough technology in our lives. We thought we'd go a bit retro and talk about where the technology that we have nowadays started. Yeah, so I've, I've kicked this off, Ben, with the little thing I like to call... Snake, because oh. everyone else calls it that as well. Because <laughs> it's the title That's of the, name the thing. Of the, yeah. So yeah. Snake, if you don't know, is a game. You generally got it on Nokia phones, and it's. It, I mean, it's a snake. Um, well, it's 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 a pixelated, um, kind of fascia of a snake. Yeah. It's uh, mainly just a black line. Just a black line, but yeah. Chasing um, after black dots. But if you call it lines and dots, it sounds a lot less exciting. Yeah. So they've, they've really they've <laughs> nailed it snake. Snake sells it, doesn't snake, it? Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'd, I'd rather play snake. So what... I didn't realise this, okay? It was invented in 1976. 1976? Which is really, really long ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. long time ago. That was the original time it was kind of like thought of. And it has since been on... I mean, there's so many different versions of it. There's the snake, you know, classic snake. Yeah. Snake 2. Snake Zenzia, Snake EX, Snake EX2, Snake, Snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, is that one one game? Snake, colon, Snakes? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I just like saying the word Snake. Yeah. Uh, snake 3, obviously. The, yeah. <laughs> they went with a female. Yeah. And uh, Snake, Subsonic. <laughs> But what's the difference between each I don't of know, them? know, different dots. I'm not too sure. <laughs> yeah, red dot, blue dot. So Snake is massively popular. I didn't realise this. So the Museum of Modern Art in, in, New, York. in New York City, yeah. Um, the curators there have chosen Snake as one of 40 games to add to the museum's future collection. Like, they Ooh. see it as something, like, seminal in our technology it's something culture. something that changed, changed our lives. I should say, I don't really know what the word seminal means. I hope. I've used it in the right sentence. <laughs> I think you have. I, I think just, you have. It's a word I read quite a lot, and I'm like... Yeah, I'm going to throw it in there. Sounds all right. Like the word hirsute. I didn't know what that meant, but I still used it for ages. It means hairy, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Use that in the wrong context and found yeah. out to my... Using uh... it in, like, university essays. This writer makes a really hirsute point. I thought, I thought it meant distinguished. So I would call people hirsute and then be like, oh no. I think you mean astute, maybe. Oh, yes. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, we've... <laughs> so that <laughs> Captain didn't go Tangent well. has taken so bas- us off. Oh, yeah. So uh, Snake is um, still on low-end Nokia's, actually. You can still buy it. Oh, good. And... I'll... <laughs> Excuse me while I go, go and, and purchase, purchase a Nokia. The thing about Snake is, I didn't realise, um, it's been re... re- Visioned? I don't know. Rebranded? Basically, that rebranded. Yeah, there's a new version called Snake Rewind that is actually out as we speak. I think the last few weeks has been re-released. Oh, I see. So, so Snake, although everyone kind of kind of forgot about it, it's actually always been there and is yeah. being pushed back again into the future of modern phone gaming, game yeah. phoning. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, an old an old job I used to have. We gave all of the staff very old Nokia phones um, right. to kind of stay in contact with um, while we were working. Um, it was a weird job. I won't go into. <laughs> I won't go into the details. Um, and when I presented these phones to the staff, everyone automatically jumped to the fact that it would have snake on it. Yeah. And we started a snake tournament. Oh, nice. Uh, who could get the highest score in it, Snake? It is a good game. Like, it's it is a, very, a genuinely good it's game. A, it's a mind-numbing, but good game. Yeah. The guy who invented it, uh, Tonelli Armanto. Oh, yeah. Hmm? Mr. Armanto. He worked for 15 years at Nokia. You know, yeah. he gave them Snake. He gave them the gift of Snake, one of the most <laughs> iconic games. Yeah. And they made him redundant. Why? After 15 years, they just just, just fired him. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like, what, what else have you got? And yeah. he was like, it's, it's Snake not enough? <laughs> snake, colon snakes? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they were like, get out of here. I read an interview about uh, Tonelli Armento, uh, which is a lovely name to say, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Tonelli Armento. And um, this really, really harsh interviewer has written here. Um, we asked if he ever felt a bit like his snake, forever chasing around in pursuit of mysterious goals and never more than a few seconds away from crashing into himself. But he didn't have an answer. Oh, yeah, no. because you've depressed him, that's why. You've yeah. given him terminal depression. You've made him suddenly question his life's worth. Poor old Tonelli. So basically, one question. Snake is still going. It's still there. Yep. It's still accessible. We and can still access it if we want to. So, you know, whatever happened, well... Kind of, kind of like it just carried on. Well, whatever happened was it. It kind of kickstarted games on mobile phones. Yeah, it kind of like it was the first one that I think was big. Like you know, Candy Crush now is massive, but Snake was the kind of forerunner. But I'm glad to say it is still here. Yes. Now the next thing I want to talk to you about is uh, okay. I'm going to play some music. Yeah. Right. See, just just give it a bit. See if you can recognise what it turns into. Okay. okay. Everyone listening at home as well. Yeah. Play this game along with me. Yeah. Play it. Play along. Okay. Very gentle. Oh, wow. You know, that sounds recognisable, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, just gonna stop you here. Hang on. Nice little guitar solo. Okay, stop. Oh, why? What? I think maybe I've already said what it goes into, but this goes into one of the most recognisable bits of music from technology in the last, I don't know, 20, 20 years? years, I reckon. Let's just, let's just carry on. Oh, <laughs> what is that? Is that that's like an acoustic version of? So this is the original. This is what it was taken from. Oh, so they took this from? Yeah. So the Nokia ringtone was this. This it was by Francesco Torrega. It's called Grand Valse, which I think is Grand Waltz. <laughs> Big Waltz. Big Waltz. <laughs> Big Waltz, guys. Big old Waltz. Still um, going. I'm gonna just keep it playing. It's lovely. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I like it's it. Quite it's quite relaxing. Gentle. Sounds like someone's calling me, but in a kind of. Spanish arithmetic. <laughs> Someone from 1910 is calling me. <laughs> Excuse me. So this, this was uh, from 1902, actually. Oh, sorry. Uh, so get your facts right. And um, <laughs> sorry 19- for not knowing anything about when Francisco Tarrega was composing. We got such a nice accent. So jaunty. So um, yeah. So this was, uh, I think, 1992. It was pinched by Nokia. So now, 90 years later. Yeah, pretty much. What I really like about this is the exec VP of Nokia. Met the head of corporate communications. Was either of these that guy we mentioned before? No. The inventors. <laughs> no, poor guy. And they got together and they were like, we need we need some music. Let's get out the big guns. We need an iconic ringtone. And one of them was like, I've got it. It's a, have you heard of Big Waltz? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favourite songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really current, really Francisco, what's his face? Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. worth it. So, um... So yeah, Grand Grand Waltz is... So it comes from this? comes from this. Now, it's been made, much like Snake, it has actually developed quite a lot. So you've had it uh, mono, polyphonic, and then piano and guitar, made out of bells. They've changed the pitch quite a lot. Like, it's, it's really done pretty well. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really sustained itself. It so this is, this is massive. Okay, so made, been... made famous, I think, by Dom Jolly. Yes, Dom Jolly. Which... Off of Trigger Happy TV. It's uh, actually coming back, maybe. Trigger Happy TV? TV? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I've got a little game. Yes. Now, just a quick true or false game, Ben. Okay. Quick true or false. I'm going to give you some facts. Tell me if they're true or false. That's how you play Basi- true or false? Basically, <laughs> all it is. Okay. The Nokia tune. Has it been turned into a dubstep dance anthem? Yeah, it must have. Yes, it must have. It has. Is that it true? has. Yeah, yeah it has. Yeah, um, I can imagine it's probably been done several times over. Probably, I, I imagine so. Yeah. Um, has it been used in Guantanamo Bay in that kind of, you know, when people 
they play lots of music to annoy, annoy oh, what as, as a torture method yeah, yeah. Uh, no i hope not false it's false i made oh, that up God. yeah <laughs> that's where bex's mind that's, is at that's where i am and finally has it been rewritten by a hong kong man uh, and called coconut shell that, that's too specific not to be true so i'm gonna say true it's true yes oh, thanks, you're right yeah, yeah i mean I, yeah that, that is a lot of information so yeah um the nokia theme tune okay it is heard 1.8 billion times a day. That is 20,000 times a second. Jesus. So I, I kind of thought, actually... Is that still true? Yeah, no, it is. Genuinely, that, that fact is from, like, the last year. Right. Because so, I thought it, it kind gone. of had gone because it's been replaced by the the, you know, the iPhone ringtone. Yeah. But no, it's, it's like, still knocking about. It's still quite a big deal. Uh, so, again... Is it now copyrighted as the Nokia ringtone? I think that bit is, yeah, which is why, here right now, I have not played it. <laughs> You've only I've, played Francis, Francisco yeah. Torregas. I've played the big out, out of copyright version. <laughs> nice, of clever. It. I like, I like how you work there. So yeah, much like Snake, Nokia ring, ringtone still actually knocking about. Staying with the Nokia theme for um, for just a couple more seconds. Yeah, sure. I just want you to um, have a listen to this. You recognise that? That yeah, rings many bells. <laughs> Literally, Literally, rings a few bells. So that. Um, is the Nokia SMS text message. Yes. Do you know why it is that? I think I do. Okay. Uh, it's like a Morse code. It thing, is Morse code. It? it is Morse code because um, if you think about SOS being dot, 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 dash, 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 yes. dot, dot, dot. SMS is dot, 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 dash, dash, dot, dot, dot. So you get... So it's your phone's way via Morse code of telling you that you have an SMS message. Which is really cool. Yeah. You know that that's like... The person who invented that idea, that's a bit of an Easter egg, isn't it? It's like yeah. a special kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. They were like, that's all going to be really yeah. exciting. Some people will get this. Yeah, amazing. But it's quite a nice little Some geeks joke. talking about nostalgia on a podcast somewhere will work that out. <laughs> Somebody's going to be loving Although it. Although I'm sure a lot of people have worked it out before, well, so I, it's fine. I imagine so. Um, okay. Right. So I've got something for you. Okay. Talking about technology of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, when you wake up in the morning, maybe before you've opened the curtains, if you're lazy like me. Yes. And, um, and you want to see what the weather's like, uh, what would you do? I check on my phone. Yeah, yeah. As as would I. Yeah. And in fact, I have a I have an app on my phone that it's a sleep app. It monitors my sleep, and when I wake up in the morning, it tells me what the weather's like as well. It's I telling really? me how I slept. That's nice. That's nice, isn't it? Um, so that's what we used to do. Also, we use our phones for a lot of things like uh, looking looking at the time, mm-hmm. um, checking the news, yeah, etc. etc. Finding out music news. Um, but what we used to do in the past is we used to look at CFAX. Or teletext. I loved CFAX and teletext. I, I would th- spend hours on it. because Well, you had to, really. Well, you yeah. get anything done. <laughs> because it would take so long to scroll through each yeah. page. <laughs> Waiting for the 40 pages yeah, to clear exactly. through to get the one exactly. you want to. And even if you're in the middle of reading a news report, sometimes you would literally have to start in the middle of it. Yeah. And you'd, then you'd... wait for, you're on page two of three. And it's like, oh. So now I've got the middle of the story and the end of the story. Oh, there's the beginning of it. That's now it makes sense. That's the headline. Sense. I see now. Now we're talking about a cow, not about a person. Because that can be confusing. It can be. Um, so CFAX was a televisual... Um, te- well, it was teletext. It was text on television. Yeah. Um, and you could use it to check news, sports, entertainment, the weather, uh, what was going on around the world, absolutely everything. And people used to use it for when um, you know daylight savings would happen. 
and the clocks would go oh, forward or back yeah. and it was like what the hell is the time of course and you would because no one knows these days it, when the clocks go backward and forward yeah. whether or not your phone has done it automatically or not oh my goodness Tom yeah no absolutely <laughs> see, it has that trustworthy thing about it because it does look so retro yeah there's something about it where you're like well it must be it must be the real deal it must be correct yeah. it must be correct and it had such classic classic pages as 888 subtitles and of course it has been um, kind of somewhat overtaken by the red button system yeah so that basically that is what the red button has taken its kind of cue from that's yeah. basically got all of the stuff but just a bit fancier a bit more digital but there's still a lot of people who are very sentimental oh really about CFAX, about CFAX. yeah um, when it was switched off and it was switched off um, a few years ago now, at a random time, like twenty three twenty eight in the evening, it wasn't switched off like midnight. That's what. And it was what? switched off at different time as the analog signal cut out around the country. It was kind of cut, cut off, right? At different times in different places, um, and around the time it was being shut down officially, um, a lot of people interviewed people about it, and I found some found some comments from people who people who really liked CFAX. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm finding it hard to believe anyone like so, really likes it. And well, feels no, no, no. So we're going to start off with a very reasonable thing. Um, I read an, uh, uh, an interview with one man who was a disabled man, uh-huh. and for him, uh, he had um, motor problems that made it very difficult for him to hold a newspaper. Oh, right, okay. So it was much easier for him to press the buttons on the remote control and read the news off a screen than it was for him to read information in a newspaper. Right. Yeah. Um, Having said that, he's probably adapted in some way to using the internet. I, I imagine, yeah. Because CFAX was a, just a big precursor for yeah. the internet and being able to access text. But a lot of users preferred it to the internet. A lot of people say they know where they stood with CFAX. Well, I mean, they, yeah. You know, then... <laughs> oh, I don't of, like change. It was kind Anything of Anything different, I don't like it. <laughs> it was a strict system of pages. And you didn't decide how long you stayed on that page. <laughs> Whereas with the internet, you can, you know, there's a lot more freedom, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then there's Brian. Uh, but Brian. Brian. Okay. Let me tell you about Brian. Brian loves CFAX so much. This is an interview with Brian. I won't give you a surname because I don't want to pinpoint him. Oh, yeah. Well, um, he will be listening. He will be listening. He'll be upset. Um, or friends and family of Brian. Sure. He would follow the CFAT signal being cut off around the country. So he would move north. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> over the period of weeks as it was being cut off to kind of be there in its final oh, moments. Oh, poor old Brian. So kind of when it, he'd go to Newcastle for when it was being switched off in Newcastle. He'd go to Glasgow when it was being switched off in Glasgow, blah, blah, blah. And uh, oh, it was like he was following a, a, a terminally ill friend around the I country. Know, oh, yeah, that's so sad. Cutting the wire in every in every city, in every town, in every landmark like, in the it's, UK. It's like, you know, you're forcing yourself to be sad every time it happens. You're like, oh, well, my friend has gone. It, I think he found it quite sentimental. I think he found it quite, um, quite you know, a nice thing to, to kind of yeah. be there for CFAX. I mean, let's face it, it like, Brian is not someone you'd want to be friends with, is he? He also yeah. taped CFAX pages onto VHS, oh. onto his own I collection. Mean, VHS, and again, like, not a useful medium. Thanks, so Brian. That, so that he could, whenever he wanted, it? just pop a VHS in. And relive the news <laughs> and, of the 1990s. Well, exactly, and just relive oh, CFAX in well. all its glory. And, you know, the different coloured texts on the screen. What, all four of them. <laughs> White, blue, green and red. <laughs> Occasionally yellow. Um, oh, Brian, mate, he needs a hobby. I also found a really interesting internet um, 
<laughs> kind of forum uh-huh. people talking about the the demise of CFAX. Sure. <laughs> and someone wrote this really funny comment. Now where am I going to get my daily dose of ill-informed reactionary letters from bitter pensioners? <laughs> but that got me to thinking, actually. The well, then this is the thing. Th- these people who used to write into CFAX with comments have become internet commenters. Yeah, that's what, that's they what they've developed into. They they're the people who write on the Daily Mail comment yeah, sections. Yeah, they're, they're right underneath articles. So they are still there. Yeah. And they have technologically advanced to the internet as that's well. That's the thing. I think that medium did facilitate certain people, but it's just carried on but in a different way. Yeah. So yeah, people who commented on CFAX now comment on newspaper articles yeah. and online and, and it's yeah. just a hell of a lot quicker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't have to send a letter into CFAX and wait a week for it so to be published about some news article that's no longer relevant. But... I think I think there's a thing with CFAX where yeah, it is actually still a thing, but not in the same it doesn't look the same. No. But it's CFAX is the red was button. an analog version of the internet. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um and it's like the internet from the pound shop. Yeah, that's basically. what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Now there was also something called bamboozle. Bamboozle! I used to love bamboozle. <laughs> Which was um a quiz yeah. on CFAX it on Channel like every, 4. Every week, I think it did. I, th- I thought it was updated every, it was every day. day. And you would have to press red, yellow, blue or green on yeah. your remote. The only the thing I've ever questions. used those colours for yeah. on my remote control. Um, what was I, what would you say if I was to tell you that Bamboozle is now an app? Is it? On your phone. Yes. You can now play Bamboozle in... I mean, it's, it's, it's slightly lost its charm because you are, again, just playing a version of a game on your phone. Well, yeah, but a cool game. So what I thought we'd do right now is... Play bamboozle. Yes, <laughs> let's play bamboozle. I'm just going to do a few questions because okay. basically it's the same type of questions as you would get on Channel Four Teletext. So okay. let's go. Time out and time further out are influential jazz albums by Red Ramsey Lewis, Green Isaac Hayes, Yellow Dave Brubeck, or Blue Miles Davis. I mean, like what? Oh. <laughs> Answer the question. Blue Miles Davis. You are wrong. Yeah, I thought so. Red, green, or yellow? Uh, green. Green. You're wrong. Red. You're wrong! Yellow. I'm afraid it was yellow. Dave Brubeck. Oh, no! He's going to be so angry then. Next question. When he finds I get it wrong. Oh, he is. The opera Billy Budd was based on a novel by the writer of a far more famous book. That book is what? Red, Mopey Dick, Green, Sons and Lovers, Yellow, The Great Gatsby, Blue, Huckleberry Finn. Oh my, uh, blue, Huckleberry Finn. You're wrong. Red. Mopey Dick, you're correct. Am I? Yes. God, I just <laughs> said it's the next colour I can remember. Just a couple more. Yeah. Indeed. Edgar Rice Burroughs. That makes no sense. What? <laughs> I don't know. Mr. Bamba yeah. on Bamboozle is, is talking rubbish now. Mr. Bamba, of course. He's now saying it's question eight when actually it's question three. Yeah, Mr. I think this is why he's stuck in the 90s. Which hit TV series was created by Rob Grant and Doug Naylor? Red, Spaced, Green, Red Dwarf, Yellow, Shameless, or Blue, Father Ted? Uh, Red Dwarf. Hold on. You said red, so I pressed red. Oh, no! <laughs> red Dwarf is actually correct. And a final question, which is a really good bamboozle question. Okay. How many numbers are there on a standard bingo card? <laughs> red, 75. Green, 90. Yellow, 80. Or blue, 60. Uh, 90. I don't know what... You're the- correct! Yes, it, the answer well, because is 90. two fat ladies, 88. Well, yeah, you'd hope there was at least 90 on there. That's a really good game. I'm going to try and get that on my phone, actually. I think you should, so if you I- want to... Un- I don't know whether it's, you know... Sp- 
actually developed by people at CFAX so whether someone's just really got a hankering for a nostalgic set of CFAX awesome. game I love quizzes though and that's per- and Bamboozle was the perfect quiz and there it is because now I have Sporkle on my phone which is pretty similar that's a well, quiz exactly. app um, but this proves my point that actually technology is it's still around the technology from the 90s was just a very very basic level of the yeah. technology we have now and like, you wonder where it's gone to well it's kind of just carried on but yeah. just got a bit better you just don't realise the one I was going to say was Tamagotchis oh now, Tamagotchis were a virtual pet. The word Tamagotchi uh, comes from the Japanese word egg and watch. Egg watch. <laughs> it's like... I am watching my egg. egg I watch. am watching my egg. Now, it was originally developed to teach teenage girls how to learn to look after kids. Oh, hello. That's the Tamagotchi sound effect. When what was he, wanted, he doing? When he, that's when he wants attention. He or oh, she. Right. So they he'd be like, him. you know, I... I've been to the toilet, or I need feeding. <laughs> you get that little smelly poo you've in the play with me, yeah. <laughs> so it it basically, yeah, was teaching his girls how to look after kids. Oh, which okay. Is what you think? You know, they do the flower baby thing. So it's flower baby, yeah, basically. Development of that, but a really cool way of doing it. Um, but it's evolved, so now you can buy things in shops. You can use infrared to connect it to other Tamagotchis around you, and you can marry them as well. What? So I love this. So Wait, you can marry Tamagotchis to each other, or you can marry your Tamagotchi? <laughs> I mean, probably both. Oh god. You can connect your Tamagotchi to another Tamagotchi. They can get married. Using the present tense. Um, what do you mean? As in, you can still get Tamagotchis. Yeah, they're still around. Oh, amazing. They've gone through a massive research. In 2013, yeah. in fact, they were ba- massive. So basically, they get married, and then they have children. Then the parents die. Their Tamagotchis oh. die. But you get to keep the <laughs> not kids. The, not the humans. <laughs> not the owners of the so Tamagotchis. then you get to keep the kids. So basically, you are raising the family. Basically, oh, wow. when the baby Tamagotchi has got to a certain level of, I don't know, it can walk, um, <laughs> the mummy Tamagotchi or daddy Tamagotchi dies, which is one you've got. <laughs> you can walk now. You don't need me. But then... I'm I'm really confused about this because does that mean so say you have your baby Tamagotchi the mum's died yeah. and then I think you'll probably have two kids so you can give it to the person who's you know the, who's got the dad Tamagotchi yeah. so they'll have two kids but do they can they marry each other does it just turn into some kind of incestuous oh. bit weird isn't it do you have to go and find like you know do you have to go on Tamagotchi dates yeah exactly to find... like Tinder but for Tamagotchi yeah. just to try oh, and find God. some new one Tindergotchi Tindergotchi <laughs> let's invent it yeah. so yeah they've, uh, they're massive now like they're video games they're arcade games I thought they completely died out oh no they're massive anime they've got webisodes animated videos and also they have two two films out which I'm very two excited fil- Tamagotchis have films two films first one is called Tamagotchi the movie yeah good exclamation mark and second one is my favourite it's called Tamagotchi happiest story in the universe Aww. it has an exclamation mark at the end of it so you have to say it like that okay um, there are also loads of songs about Tamagotchis and in the Tamagotchi films oh interesting I'm play a game now I'm just gonna yeah. just gonna read out some some names say can you you need to tell me basically whether they are real Tamagotchi songs or not um, okay okay and I've called this game yeah Wait for it. Tamagotchun. Yeah. Or Tamagotchuffed. Tamagotchun or Tamagotchuff. Basically. Oh, like, is I, it, was it a real Tamagotchi Yeah, tune? I was basically, I was really happy with the idea of Tamagotchun because Tamagotchi tune. But there's no real. But the, yeah, the opposite was very difficult to do. So Tamagotchuff is, is pretty much as good as I got. Okay. So, okay. Rock and heart. Again. Rock and heart. Yeah, like fish and chips, but rock and heart. Oh, I'm going to say Tamagotchun. Tamagotchun. It was a Tamagotchun. Oh, great. Congratulations. Um, I like this one. Surely much happy. Surely much happy. Surely much happy. Oh, that's a Tamagotchun. Yeah, you say it like you know it. No, I just, I think it sounds like one. It is, it is indeed. Oh, good. How about Miracle Travel? <laughs> miracle Travel yeah. of the time. Ta- I'm going to say that's again a Tamagotchi tune. You'd be correct, yes. Tamagotchun. How about Happy, Happy, Joyful? 
I think that that might be a excellent Z original. That is. That's <laughs> going to be the name of my first album. Happy, <laughs> happy, happy, joyful. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Okay, next one. Uh, glittering every day. Glittering every day. Every day, not not just Wednesdays. No, every, every day. day. <laughs> Is that another? Is that another official Tamagotchi song? It is. Oh wow! Which I think actually that would be the subtitle to my album. It'll be called Happy Happy Joyful colon Glittering, glittering Every Day. Every day. <laughs> and finally, Peace and Hugs. The, oh, that sounds like something that's come out of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. Astute. I'm remarkably good at this game. Yeah, I think you just know me too well. Oh god. Um. So yeah. So th- loads of songs, including a song actually by Ariana Grande. Now, no. she did a song for, uh, I think, the fourth Tamagotchi album called Baby Eye. Oh, what? Yeah. Baby Eye as in E-Y-E? Uh, no, Baby Eye as in I, the letter I. I, the letter I. Baby Eye would be a really weird thing to have. <laughs> that would be a really strange song. So, Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi is basically, they carry on my theme of, you know what? They're still around. They're doing all right for themselves. They still yeah. exist. They're actually pretty big. Yeah. Like, just... However, I would have thought that kind of method of raising a digital pet would have gone even further by now yes i think you're right it hasn't that is well i mean i mean you had things like um do you remember like dogs and cats on the, the on the computer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my goodness because i was desperate for a dog and that is yeah. the closest i got to it for a good yeah. 12 years yeah <laughs> Was having that dog you could scratch with your yeah. hand on the mouse. I'm doing it now. No one can see it. <laughs> no one can see it. No. Let let it be known. <laughs> let the record show that Ms. Lindsay scratched her hand. Like a scratching motion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. They haven't really kind of developed. But they're, they're big. They're, maybe they peaked in the 90s, but they're still a pretty big deal. I remember um, my dad calling up Argos to um, get them to hold a couple for me and my Aww. brother because we were desperate for them couldn't find them anywhere and a nice lady in Argos saved them for us That's, oh, I was the first person in my school to get a Tamagotchi oh, I bet you were really cool I was the coolest and then yeah. I had to do a presentation about it in my class mine got confiscated in school because I accidentally took it into school one day well this is the thing they were quite needy weren't they they yeah. ne- did need attention quite a lot of the time um, didn't you say your mum used to what end- you yeah what ended up happening was <laughs> Because they were they were basically banned from school. You weren't yes. returning to school. But I mean, they were a distraction and a half. Yeah. Um, and my mum ended up having to dedicate a huge portion of her day to looking after both mine and my brother's Tamagotchis. Aww. Feeding them and cleaning up after them and playing with them. But she was like, oh, send them off to school and I've still got to work. Well, exactly. Yeah. She like put us in the car, like took us to school, dropped us off, came home. Fed the and then had to feed the tamagotchis. I was like, she's a very, very loving mother. But she's amazing. One day, I accidentally took it to school and it got confiscated because it bleeped in the middle of class. And then he died. Yeah, probably. So the next thing I I've been thinking about quite a lot recently, actually. Yeah. Is Clippy. Now, Clippy was the paperclip that would come oh, up. Oh, for some reason I was thinking of a dolphin. No, Clippy. It said um. Flipper. It was actually his full name was Clippit. Not clip, clip it. Yeah, clip it. And, you know, he'd come up and be like, hello, looks like you're writing a letter. <laughs> Do you need any help? Because he'd written the word dear. And it was yeah. like, this, this is me, I'm on, I'm on, guys. And it would, yeah, Clippy would pop no, up. No, Clippy. Now, he when was they, so irritating. When they developed him, uh, apparently the developers called him uh, TFC. Uh, TFC. I will say right now, it stands for The Something Clown. Okay, I'm going to guess what the F word is. Yeah, Yeah. so Time Magazine called it one of the 50 worst inventions Ever. I mean, I wouldn't even class it as an invention. <laughs> More just an add-on. Sorry. I mean, I wouldn't even class it as an invention, though. 
that's my issue. Well, I'm just like, I'm sure there are worse inventions, like kind of things that cause harm or torture <laughs> yeah. people. But time, the atomic like, bomb. Yeah, time, like no clipping. <laughs> clipping is the root of all yeah. evil. Now, interesting. So people hated him. But, well, yeah, but people still do. Microsoft still put him on um, on their programs to the point where the plus point of getting Office XP was that you could disable Clippy. <laughs> Like, they literally made a feature of the fact you didn't have to have you him on You can't get rid of him unless you upgrade. Yeah, basically. Now, 2014, um, he was still still around. Okay. He was an office assistant on Office Online as a joke. Clippy had been reduced to a joke. <laughs> Poor Clippy. Like, I, I, in researching Clippy, I got quite emotionally attached to him, as you can probably tell. <laughs> um, stroking any paper clips that you might find along God, your way. Okay. Um, he was an Easter egg on the Windows Phone 8.1, so oh, right. you could find him on there. Okay. And also, I don't know whether you remember, Tumblr created copy. On April yeah, Fool's an Day. April Fool's joke. It's like yeah, a I remember. Machine, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, looks like that needs photocopying. I'll, I'll try and find um, an image of, of uh, copy. What was it called? Was it called copy? Copy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try and, and put him on our Tumblr. Uh, yeah. No, do because I think whatever happened podcast dot tumblr dot com made it yeah. nice. Uh, so I Clippy, um, he's gone through like some kind of weird, actual, quite human journey. So in Office twenty ten, uh, there was a tomb that was no. seen as Clippy's tomb. Oh no! Like he'd been was murdered. It paperclip shaped. I don't know. But like how Specifically sad, murdered or just died. I mean well he died, but like I mean they had the power to do it, so technically yeah, yeah. they murdered him. Um but he was relaunched in a game uh that's kind of like a tutorial. It's called Ribbon Hero Two in twenty eleven. Uh so in it <laughs> I love this. Somebody's just really like zoned out for the day yeah. and just been like, This'll be fine. Um, <laughs> this is funny. This'll be this'll be so Clippy needs a job. He accidentally, because obviously everyone hates him on office. Yeah. He's like, I've got to get out of here. Um, he accidentally goes into a time machine, as we all oh, have I done at some hate point. That. Yeah. When it happens, you're like, oh, not again. <laughs> um, he travels to different ages and solves problems using Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and OneNote. What? How? I have so many problems. Well, just with go- this. going back, like <laughs> into the Victorian area. Do you have anything to help us with this cholera outbreak? Well, I have Microsoft PowerPoint. Would yeah. that do? I've got a pretty nifty presentation yeah. about cholera. Here's my spreadsheet. Also, if you went back into another era, they wouldn't have the technology to play it or use it. I think that would be the least of their worries when a talking paperclip <laughs> who just like, walks around going, you look like you're writing a letter. No, I'm trying to sign the Magna Carta, thanks. And, and also, what's a paperclip? Yeah. Why, why is this piece of metal exactly. turned into... Anyway, so poor old Clippy, he's, he's gone through the mill a little bit. Um, but he, again, still exists. So he now exists in these tutorials. Like, although he was killed, he's, he's still a thing. He's still, still alive. I actually, when doing still this, going. I did check out some names of some other... Uh, so, the, Clippy wasn't the only office assistant. There were quite a few. Oh, right. About. Was he just, like, the default one? He was, yeah, he was the default one. He was the he was the <clears throat> ringleader. I don't know, yeah. the gang leader. Uh, there was also Hoverbot. Oh. Loved, I love that name. Yeah. Um, the Genius. Oh, sounds looked, clever. Looked like Einstein. Oh, good. right, good. Uh, there was Mother Nature. Oh. Which is weird, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Scribble. Who yeah. was an origami esque cat? Uh, my favourite one was Power Pup. Power Pup. Just a dog. Um, <laughs> just a dog. Just, There's nothing powerful about him at all. Uh, Will, who looked like William Shakespeare. Oh right, good. Yeah. Um, Earl, who was a yellow amphibian, the what vaguest kind of... of all of them. <laughs> Literally, that's all it says. It's like saying a yellow mammal. Yeah. <laughs> Any of the <laughs> millions. He was a yellow thing. <clears throat> um, the, the Monkey King. <laughs> the Monkey King. The only one. Okay, yeah. yeah. King of um, Monkeys. And they can all still be downloaded. You can still get those from websites. And Not going to lie. Probably won't. Pro- probably won't. Um, so, yeah, so basically, Clippy still exists. Now, um, I should also point out, Clipart has stopped now. They've they've 
No. Stopped in clip art. Um, if you try and put a picture in an, a thing now, I think it redirects you to Bing. Oh. Maybe. Uh, which no one wants to use. No. <laughs> and also, no. of course, MSN Messenger. Rest in peace. Uh, R.I.P. G2G BRB. <laughs> Lol. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's gone. I read a little kind of obituary for MSN Messenger. And um, it was like, before MySpace and Gmail, you had MSN Messenger. It was in China for 18 months after it got closed down here. They carried it on in China for 18 months afterwards. And the obituary said, um, it is survived by Facebook, Twitter, Skype, and Google+. And I was like, well, ba- <laughs> barely Google+, Plus, let's face yeah, it. Really? But again, like, MSN Messenger, that has kind of carried on in Facebook messages, you know? Yeah, the, the technology of it. I mean, MSN Messenger wasn't even the first. It was AOL Messenger before yeah. that. So, like, everything we've like had a chat about today, so you've got Snake, Nokia, uh, Tamagotchis, Cfax, Clippy, they all actually still exist. You think still going. they're not here. So we look back at these in a nostalgic way and we think, oh, whatever happened to them? Still going. Yeah, so what I've learned today still is have basically... One. If you want a Tamagotchi, get one. Yeah. They're all... If you want to have a laugh with Clippy... <laughs> I mean, it's hard work. If you work, do need but... help writing that letter, yeah. after all these years, you still haven't figured it out. What do I put after dear? <laughs> Who am I writing to? <laughs> so yeah, basically what I've learned today is that whatever happened to technology it's actually still here <laughs> whatever happened to technology, technology. it's still it's, going surprisingly it's just evolved into a new and better format it I would has. say and in the future we might look back at these podcasts and think how retro yeah we probably will we'll be like god we're yeah. idiots Jesus Christ so I think we should maybe should we play out with a little bit of a uh, <laughs> big waltz <laughs> a little bit of the grand waltz by Francisco what's his name Francisco Torrega sorry I can never remember and this this is just just playing us out at the end of the <laughs> at the end of today's podcast. So is the composer of the Nokia theme tune. Copyright free. Copyright free from 1902. Here we'll, it is. Lovely. Uh, we will be back super soon <laughs> on the Whatever Podcast. Follow us. Playing some more interesting music. Follow us on Twitter at WH Podcast. Absolutely. Take a look at the blog too, whatever And thanks very much. See you soon. Bye. Bye.